Hey everybody, welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host Erica and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Here, what's going on everybody? How y'all doing out there? And we actually have a special guest. He is a filmmaker, Josa Espinosa. Thank you so much for joining the pod today. No worries, guys. I'm super excited and thank you for the invitation as well. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Now, um, how long have you been like being a director and in, in filmmaking? How long have you been in the industry? Um, I've been uh, I've been in the filmmaking industry for a minute. It's been uh, professionally about five years. Um, I've been doing it um, for about seven years. Um, everything started when um, <laughs> when I was back in school. You know, you do a lot of things on, on high school, and then eventually um, I jump into the um, commercial part of the videogra- uh, videography, which would have been like events. You know, like uh, weddings, uh, Sweet Sixteens. Um, I'm, you know, Vegas local, so we have a lot of weddings in here. So that's how kind of how I got myself into uh, filming. Uh, but you know, it wasn't film; it was more like a commercial work first. That's cool. I mean, um, what what would you consider to be the differences as of uh, when you're going into something like a film and something like a commercial? Um, so when I started first, I, I got super lucky to to get in contact with some people who actually already had a. Um, production company. So these guys um, kind of opened the doors for me and they just taught me everything I knew. Uh, I'm sorry, everything that they knew. And it was kind of really cool because they just kind of taught me like, okay, well, this is the business part, right? So you need to get this angle. You need to get this this shot. You know, like if you're doing a wedding, you, you want to be on the on the bride the whole time. You know, no matter what she does, follow her. Make sure that we got, you know, that, that special moment. When you do film, um, I learned that it's completely different and it's, it's a lot of your language. You get to, to really talk. Be yourself. You really get to talk about who you are, and and it's just so beautiful to be able to put like kind of those pieces together. Commercial is very much whatever the client wants. Film is whatever your heart wants. That's how I will put it. I love that. That makes yeah, that makes so much sense. And I love that you had someone who was like helping you on the commercial side. Like, hey, you know, be right here with the bride, and you know, I, I like that because you know it's really good to um, network and have people who are willing to help you out in the industry. Yeah, yeah. So I was in high school when I started, like, actually, you know, getting getting paid <laughs> to to film. Oh, wow. um, it was I was around sixteen. He he had a company, and he was like, "Hey, I need a I need a photography," and I wanted to be a photographer. So I was like, oh, give me a shot. So he taught me, you know, little things, little hair. Um, but then I really, really enjoy uh, like filming or recording in that in that case. So he saw me, you know, my interest on that, and and he was like, okay. This is the this is the thing that you need, you know, and I'm always going to be super thankful because later on my career, you know, seven years later, you know, the things that he taught me, I'm still using, you know, but now to tell different stories, you know, so it's like super, super awesome. I have that opportunity. That that type of um, mentorship goes a long way. Definitely. I could see that going a long way in, on, on, on things when it comes to projects that you you'll implement and do later on. So that's, that's cool to know. Oh yeah, absolutely! Uh, big shout out to to Naum. Uh, he's he's always been nothing but amazing to me. So yeah, and that's how everything started. You know, <laughs> is there was there any like certain films that kind of sparked your love for filmmaking? Uh, so I'm Mexican, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's really funny because uh, my family, um, my family are super, uh, f- um, I guess, movie fanatics. I would say, uh, not film fanatics, but but movie fanatics. They uh-huh. Um, it was every 15 days, you know, we were going to the theaters and, and my dad, like, I remember my very first film that I was like, wow, 
that's that that's super cool. Um, was um, my dad? It was a horror movie. My dad, my dad loves horror movies. Um, and my mom, uh, she's she's a teacher, so it was kind of really weird to have my dad seeing like this crazy Friday the Thirteenth movies, and then you know <laughs> the counterpart of my mom, like, <laughs> the creation of films. So, um, but it was just, it was like super awesome to to get that both sides. Um, the film that I would say ex- inspired me to be like, oh, I could do that. As crazy as it sounds, is gonna be The Grinch. Which is my favorite movie of all times. That is um, awesome, <laughs> because um, you know I was really scared of the Grinch when I was growing up. I was really like afraid this giant, you know, green guy with bunch of hair. Um, but <laughs> that film was the one that actually kind of opened up a lot of things because I learned that there was makeup involved, there was camera movement involved, there was uh, you know there was all these you know they created a whole world to create the Grinch uh, uh, with uh, Jim Carrey. So it's like mm-hmm. I think. That movie for me probably broke it through just because I was able to see it from like something I was scared of, something that I adore, something that I was really interesting and something that I want to copy eventually. You know what I mean? So I think The Grinch is, is definitely a, a kick starter for me, although it's super crazy of a, of a film to do, you know. <laughs> but, That's a you know. very <laughs> different film. That's a very different film that you would think to kickstart someone's like filmmaking ideas and dreams but i can respect it because i mean jim carrey is definitely a goat in my eyes so i respect it yeah no absolutely i agree (laughs) and he brought it to life and that's like a big thing when you get those actors that can really bring your vision to life and i mean i i love the grinch so but i didn't know how how many people did really like the grinch so that's cool that that really kick-started your your film you know like i'm gonna be a film one day that i love that i love that um, okay oh go ahead i'm sorry um i actually had just a, a a small question with in regards to like any hurdles you may have like had to overcome while you were actually doing anything when it comes to filming meaning your commercials or uh any of the films that you've worked on or pre-production any hurdles you can uh you can think of that uh something you've overcome yeah, absolutely. I have a couple of them. Um, mainly uh, this one, I'm going to use this space to kind of reach out to younger filmmakers. Um, I, I think what really hurts the film community in general, it's the for someone out there telling you, yes, you can do it with what you have. I think that, yes, you can do it with what you have, but you also need to make sure that you keep going. Um, so I, I think one of the things that always hurts, at least me personally, was the fact that you will see someone succeed and be like, and then they'll tell you like, oh, you can do it with your phone or or you can do it with just this thing, you know? Um, in reality, you know, like, yes, they might've done it with a phone, but they also did it with years of experience. They also did it with, you know, a bunch of uh, software. They did it with nice lighting. They did, you know, sound design. Like they did all these other things that, you know, normally you don't see. So my, I think one of the biggest things that stopped me from growing and actually taught me a lot was the, the fact that you do need to put your time and your money into yourself you know i think that was one of the things where it was just like don't worry just go out and make whatever you can i agree i think you should go out there and make whatever you can with what you have master that and move on to the next step you know i think a lot of people think that oh well i bought this amazing camera therefore i'm a filmmaker already i think that doesn't qualify but it doesn't have to qualify if you just have like an iphone and you're like oh i'm a filmmaker already you know you are a filmmaker when you make a film i agree Unfortunately, to be even better, you have to kind of keep going. And I think one of the things that always pulls us back is people telling you, like, uh, you don't have to get this amazing camera. You don't have to get this to get to where I am. And I do think it's true. 
unfortunately, I think there's a lot more to it. So I would love if you're a young filmmaker and, and you're listening to this, make the best movie you can with what you have, be the master of that, and then go and make something even better. You know what I mean? Um, I think if there was someone telling me that, you know, not because I make this film, it was horrible, I'm done, or because I make this amazing film, you know, I'm the best filmmaker. I think you should just always keep going and, and keep making films because you never know who you're going to get to reach. So, but yeah, I think that's one of the things that always kind of put me back was saying, seeing all these amazing filmmakers making amazing movies at my age or, or whatever, or my level, and always kind of feeling like I, I wasn't able to reach their goals. And I was like, why am I doing wrong? And it wasn't that I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just that I wasn't there enough. You know, I wasn't just, I, just not yet. I still needed a little more, more of an experience. So be patient. You'll get there. Yeah. I respect that. That's a, that's a, that's a great message because, um, you know, when you when you end up putting effort into something, you get to actually enjoy the fruits of it shortly after. If you continue to do so and believing in that, that effort, it 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 goes a long way, especially in my personal experience. That's great. Thank you for that. Absolutely. No, no, thank you. It's I think like I said, it's 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 um it's hard to hear it sometimes because you just wanna be the best filmmaker you can be. Um, but unfortunately, you know, if you don't have the tools, experience you know, you're never going to get to that next level. So you have to make sure that you keep pushing. And no matter if they tell you you're amazing or not, just keep doing it, you know, show them, prove them wrong. That's uh, that's what I say. Go out there and make something amazing. That's great. Yeah, keep growing. Keep growing. And you can kind of look back on your old work and be like, oh, well, look at the difference a year made. Or, you know, if you keep on going and just use the tools that you were no, given. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely. Um, because like, even with like, I still own a, uh, now I own a, a production company besides filming that we do commercial work, you know, and just like you say, I go back to when I was 16. And, you know, I, I remember I keep a little portfolio of like, oh, I did this thing, you know, and, and at the time it was amazing. Uh, but now look back at me, you know, having people working under me and people who go do weddings, you know, every 15 days. And I see the quality of what we're able to give the clients. And it's just like, wow. You know, I started here, but if I didn't start when I was 16, or if I didn't do this one thing, I would never get to where I am now. So I know it sounds like a long shot, but just keep doing it, you know, and eventually it's just going to get better. Keep going. All yeah, right. I love that. That's a great message. Great message. All right. So I see that you have a new movie called Black Rose, and we did take a look at it. I saw that you put on your social media that it came out on Amazon Prime. What can you tell our listeners um, about uh, the process of making Black Rose and the story behind it? Um, well, the process was a little bit different than what we normally do. <laughs> it was, um, if you guys haven't had the chance to, to watch it, definitely go check it out. Tell me what you think. I appreciate that feedback. That's, the again, the only way for me to grow and learn. Um, but um, it was a different process. We normally, normally I write the story and then we kind of come up with the funding and then I pass it around my crew and then we want to make sure that everybody shares the vision. And then, you know, once we have that in place, then, you know, we can move on to the post-production, uh, I'm sorry, pre-production. Unfortunately on this one, actually, I want to give a big shout out to the writer of this film. His name is uh, Jorge Cruz. He uh, actually was the one, he reached out to me. We had a, uh, I had a premiere for my last film that I made was Dilecion. And he went to the movie premiere. He got invited by someone. Uh, I met him there. This was uh, exactly right when the pandemic happened. Um, 
I met him there, you know, we exchanged numbers. He was like, brother, I, I love what you did here. I would love to work with you in the future, right? So, you know, everything kind of stayed there. Eventually, um, during the pandemic, you know, I got a message, hey, check out my email. Now, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't really know <laughs> who it was um, at the time. But then I check out the email and there's a script, right? And, you know, I keep kind of like busy in other things. And again, the pandemic was happening. So everything was kind of slow and events and things like that. So we, you know, like I, I read the script. I fell in love with it. Um, there was a lot of things that we needed to change. There was a lot of uh, things that I wasn't prepared to talk about. And there was a lot of things that I really wanted to talk about. So um, we kind of both sat down and were able to work together. Um, he definitely made the story and then we were able to create the scrim, the scrim for this. And then we just, once we had the script set up, then I passed it over to my crew. Everybody immediately loved it. And it was just a matter of like, when can we make it? Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is uh it's something, something amazing. It was, it came to me in a different way, uh, as it normally does. Like the normally I write my own stories. Um, but this time it came, it came from him. So big shout out to, to Jorge. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, we worked together, we created it and then we went into casting and he was like, okay, we have the right people for this. And it's such an, a special and, and, and emotional story that it just definitely felt like it deserved to be told. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I know there's so many moving parts and you even said it when it comes to making a movie, um, how did you ensure production could stay on schedule? You know, I know it's a lot of things going on. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's 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 a lot. It's it's a lot of things. Imagine <laughs> if you think you know, if you ever worked in like the film industry, you think you know everything and you kind of have it under control. Then you go, then you show it to set, and it's like nothing is going <laughs> the right way. So um, it's a lot of work. I tell you that it's it's a lot of work. We uh, as a film director, you normally uh, you're not just the one that calls the shots, but you also call, you know, the, the scheduling, the, the, the location, the, the scouting, the casting. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on you always. Um, I've been fortunate enough to, I love pressure. And I feel like I sometimes when it comes down to filming, when I'm under pressure and I work the best <laughs> because it just, you know, it's, I think filmmaking is definitely just problem solving. So, um, so yeah, it, it's just, you just have to do it. The more experience that you get, I remember my, my very first time when people were like, oh, you got to make a schedule for this. And it was like, why? I just need to go record. <laughs> but then <laughs> as things got bigger and bigger and you start talking about budgets, you talk about people's time, you talk about uh, locations and, you, you you know, there's a specific scenes. Um, we have a scene where we needed to do it on sunset. So we, need, we only had like a two hour span period where we needed to get everything ready. Um, but it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, I would recommend um, always plan your story first plan plan what you want to talk about which is you you know your your shot list your angles your lenses things that you're already thinking of okay like this is what i want to show on screen so if that's nice and neat then you can start worrying about like, okay what time are we going to go eat <laughs> um who do i need to talk to what permit do i need um <laughs> can i do this with these people how many people do i need uh, what camera should i take and and i know that for some people this might sound like you know completely uh, different language <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it, it's just things that kind of come naturally like I was talking about earlier you know it's things that kind of just the more that you do it the more that you learn you know like I can't tell you for sure that my very first film project was nothing like Black Rose so <laughs> you know it just happens um, but yeah you just kind of have to keep it together and I think the most important thing that a director could do is is learn his vision you know 
learn your vision, know what you want to tell, uh, know what material you have, and know who you're working with. And if you can get all those together, then everything else just kind of comes in nice and smooth, and it's a nice little ride. And you have fun. It's super amazing. I love making films. <laughs> That's great. I, I love that. I mean, I guess my my question here kind of ties into that because with Black Rose, uh, while we're watching it, we're, we were wondering ourselves, like, how how comfortable or how easy was it to handle such um, sensitive subjects? Um, it was, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think any film <laughs> it's comfortable to make, even if you make a comedy, even if you make a horror, because... Um, although you, you know, again, you have a language you want to talk about, whatever it is that you want to talk about. I feel like with, with Black Rose, it was a little bit more of a step back and, and learn moment for me, which I haven't had in a long time. I have been like, I learned, I learned, I learned, let me put it out in practice. But I feel like Black Rose really kind of took me from that. And it was a little bit more of like, let me, let me step back for a minute. Um, we did some research before we wanted to talk about, we wanted to reach people uh, write correctly. We want to represent things correctly. We did not want it to uh, romanticize any ideology of anything. Mm. We want to make sure that we did it the correct way. Um, so I did. I studied myself. I talked to some people. We did, Again, this all go in, in pre-production things, you know, things where it's not a matter of just having a script and go shoot it. It's a matter of, okay, you know, there's a deeper meaning behind whatever it is that you do. Even, you know, the more, the more experience you get, you start learning that, you you know the lens that you use it's the eye of the of the of the person who's watching the film so you start thinking like what do i want them to see do i want them to see this really nice little tight you know window or do i want to give them this big window for them to just go out and, and check it out like what do i want so as you know that technical part of filming then you're able to kind of put the emotions um i'm going to give a big shout out because this is again it's, it's very uh, sensitive it was very very uh tough indeed, <laughs> indeed. difficult <laughs> um I, I would tell you there's the, there's a couple scenes where where we all cry there was a couple scenes where we just kind of like step back and instead of taking a break we just took a moment of laughness you know we just laugh we just have fun we just we just stop i normally try to be really nice with my crew and you know I, I i try to make sure i have fun making films um but this time around it was it was more than having fun it was kind of like building a family because of what we we wanted to do, and this all go back to to from the casting, you know, it goes back to where if you find someone who you know is going to be able to talk about what you want to talk about and tell the story you want to tell us, the share that vision that you have, then later on the line it just kind of gets you know nice and smooth. Um, yeah, but there's a couple scenes in there when I'll tell you like I say cut and I was like good job everybody everybody left of <laughs> the set you know take a break <laughs> take a five minute and I just stayed with my cameraman I was like. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool, cool. You, you need a hug? <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, but yeah, big shout out to to my DP too. His name is Cesar Diaz. He's an amazing person. He's he's able to do all the craziness that I always ask him for. So big thank you for him, uh, because he's the first man on the fence. You know, if right. something goes crazy, he's right there. He's the camera in front. So um, <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I um. I, I I can say we as we watched it we 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 did appreciate the the story and what was being told uh, and it goes to say um, you know if you guys are walking away after filming the scenes um, feeling that way then you uh, you can be confident in knowing that the story you're telling and the what you're giving to the audience will be felt too so that's good 
Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, like I said, we we did want to approach it the correct way. I think nowadays there's a lot of um, media and a lot of like ways in where um, maybe your your expression might be a little bit suffocated by other people's opinion. But I do think that we live in a society that needs a lot of love nowadays, and and I think that Black Bros kind of brings that to the world. So very very happy about that film. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you can probably sit your kids down, um, especially those who are in middle school, high school, and they can kind of take something from from this film. So yeah, no, no. Thank yeah. you. And, and like I said, I mean, obviously, yes, I am. I am the director of the film. And, and obviously there was my vision in there. But it goes it goes way far back to to everyone who who believe, you know, believe on on what I do and believe on on the idea that I could tell a story such as Black Rose um you know it's 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 incredible the team making the filmmaking is is that you know it's a, it's a superhero team um it's someone who you know yes i'm the director i should be in front but also my lighting specialist my makeup artist which happened to be my wife uh, <laughs> um, you know everybody just kind of like have a little of a nice role like you know if the lights are not correct then the motions are not there if if the makeup is not convincing enough then they might not think it's it's in a it's really happening you know it's just everybody's such a master of what they do and i think that we were able to put a nice nice uh, team for black rose and and like i said you know if everybody puts their heart and we share the same vision then like you told me the the people i think could definitely go home and feel like they learned something definitely you're definitely that's um, if you don't walk away feeling something from a movie or something from a film, I don't know if you've really enjoyed it as much. And I think that's where those like review bombs and things like that come from, from later down the lines from people who don't give, you know, films a chance to breathe and sit and give you a chance to think uh, and feel because they're either there's storytelling involved, there's emotion involved. There's a lot that goes into it. And just from your, your passionate speaking about it alone, you can tell. Um, I do have, uh, I think one final question for me, um, and it, it kind of goes into your, your production and things of like, things like that, um, for black Rose in particular, um, what do you feel? And you might have spoken to this, but what do you feel is your, uh, your magnum opus shot? Like what made the shot in the, in the, in the film for you? What was the one that were like, this is it. This is the one. <laughs> We're gonna make it. <laughs> this is golden. Um, so <laughs> there's there's this shot I uh, have on my storyboard. Um, I I was really excited. So the way that I work my storyboards are kind of funny because I I go uh, backwards. So I go from the end to the beginning. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> I feel like at the end I already know how they looked, and I believe on the the hero's journey uh, for those who. Don't know what the hero journey is. It's pretty much the the hero or a character or our main role, uh, main character going through a three sixty and changing completely from point A to point B, or coming back. So ultimately, you start an eight, you go all the way around the the circle, and then you come back on eight, and you're like, wait, why did I just did all that? And it was just to learn something that now it's gonna help you for the next thing you do, right? Mm. So I feel like that's why I start from the back, you know, from from the back to the to the beginning. But Black Rose was such a different vibe, was such a different feeling that this is the first movie that I shot, um, like sequence. Like I was like, okay, scene one, scene two, scene three, 
normally I would shoot scene one, scene five, scene seven, scene 34, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then, because of scheduling or whatever, um, or locations or whatever, but I just felt like this movie has so much good chemistry. We had, we were, we wanted to tell this story. So I was like, let's shoot it, you know, the correct way. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, right? Um, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to get to the end. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I was so hooked in what I was doing that I didn't want to get to the last, last, last shot. But when I think of Black Rose, I think of one specific shot that, that is the one that I'm like, wow. I, I can print this out and I can be like, this is Black Rose. And it's um it's a uh, very complicated uh shop because of the tools that we were using. But it's very simple because of the 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 way that it, it kind of gives and it's just uh we have a crane which is kind of elevating above the the the, the top. And, uh-huh. and you can see Stephanie just kind of bleeding out and I have this picture since since we wrote the script and since I made it, it was that bathtub the color of the tub I wanted a, I told my my makeup artist which again is my wife shout out to her Amanda Tenhayer love you um she <laughs> um I told her I was like hey, I need this water to be between black and red I need her to be red red is her color so I don't want her to I want her to be showered in this red and Throughout the movie, if you pay attention, I love color theory. She's wearing red. She's the only one red. She's the mm-hmm. red all around everywhere, except in the top scene. In the top scene, she's white, and everything around her is red. Um, so I wanted this water to be kind of like between black and red, but I didn't want it brown, and I didn't want it to red. So why well, anyone? I didn't want it to look dirty. I wanted it to look like it's a little bit touching the red. So and then obviously the cotton, whatever. And I was like, okay. How do I how do I do that? So as a Mexican, I thought of this really cool shot of an Aztec warrior coming back from war and realizing that his wife is no longer there. So I was like, okay, she, she's gonna come down. He's gonna grab her. No, the water is gonna come down, and you know we're gonna be able to kind of see it. And then he's just gonna look at the camera. It's gonna be the superhero shot, right? So I had that in my storyboard, and it was like amazing. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. I have all the tools. It's 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 beautiful. Everything's great. Then we get the, sh- the day of the shooting <laughs> and, you know, we so caught up with everything else that I forgot my crane. <laughs> the biggest piece of equipment that I own, <laughs> it's it's not there, right? And I'm just like, well, we can't do this. We got to do this or whatever. So, you know, and, and this is the magic of filmmaking. Sometimes you have to surrender yourself to the story. And I was like, well, this is this is what we have. This is this is the feeling. This is the moment. Let's do this. And for me, it's the moment of him after taking her out the top and walking backwards into that wall and just kind of hugging her. And then that Dali coming out because that's what I had. That's not what I was going for, but that's what I had at the moment. And and I was like, okay, well, we're here. And and it was just it just came to me. It was like this needs to be a Dali. As soon as I looked at it in the monitor, I was like, this is it. Let's do this. So, you know, we get that beautiful Dali out. It was one take. We you didn't have to go nothing more but one shot. Normally, you know, you, you take a couple takes. This was one beautiful take. He, I felt him. I felt her. Um, and he was just like water dripping, beautiful lighting, pulling out and just kind of being and living in the moment with them, you know. Right. And, and and I think that's my favorite shot of the whole film because, because of how it came about and how much I fought for it. And then even though I fought so hard, it didn't. It didn't happen the way I wanted. It's something better. I think, in my in my opinion, came about. Thanks I, for that. I do gotta say <laughs> that is a great shot in the movie. That is a great shot. The uh, the addition to the 
uh, of the uh, police being on their way. Uh, and that, that closes that scene out very nicely. So uh, well done. You fought for that shot and it turned out great for you. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So when I see that, I'm like, okay, yeah, we, we, we did it, you know? And again, you just kind of give yourself to the story and the story kind of is like, see, I told you. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty awesome. But every, every film you make has a little bit of that. So That's amazing. I, I love the movie. And I definitely, while you were talking about the, you know, that hero shot and that, that shot for you at the end, I'm just thinking about what I watched. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> if you guys have not seen it, for our listeners, it's Black Rose. It's on Amazon Prime now, so you guys need to check it out. We are we're big like movie buffs, us films, um, me and Greg. So I couldn't yeah. wait to you know you kind of put it out there on social media. I was like, I'm ready to watch it. I want to see you know. Um, so um, I think one thing I do want to ask is like, how is your family supporting you? Like, how you are they really big supporters? I know you said shout out to your wife Amanda, right? Yes, correct, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> How have they been supporting you with like filmmaking? Uh, I know you said you kind of start off with like commercials, right? Correct. Yes. Um, oh. So, with my family, so uh, as crazy as it sounds, uh, <laughs> my 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 family is very educated. Family, very educated. Like they, my mom is. You know, she went to school for eight years, and and you know, she she she's a great educator. Um, and she she worked her life out with kids. Uh, my dad has always been in the field. He's always been working. Um, yeah, he used to work for this big company called Bimbo back in Mexico. Um, so they, you know, one way or another, I wasn't rich. I was I was well off. I was better than other people. So this kind of pushed my family to the ideology of I need to follow their direction. I need to um, I need to be this. My mom wanted me to be a pediatrician. My dad wanted me to be a lawyer. I became a filmmaker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, then the life plays you games and, you know, there's there's so many stories to tell. I, I was able, you know, the life pushed me to the U.S. when I was really, really young, sent in with my family. Um, and we had to start from zero. We start with nothing, no English, no nothing, completely zero. Um, and kind of things changed a little bit. Um, the reason why I started commercial was because I wanted to help my family. I wanted uh, to go out there and, and create money. So, you know it changed completely from being well off to to you know not being poor but completely just you know be lower than than basic uh, you know and it just kind of really hit me and i was like wow i need to go out there and, and there's no time for schooling there's no time for this and no time for that so when i was really young again 16 um i was already doing car washes and i was doing like all this other crazy stuff to kind of earn some cash my parents never asked me for money may i may i add um, and they were working <laughs> and all that, but, uh, but, you know, I just, it's just one of those things that you like feel, you know, you like the necessity of helping out. So eventually, you know, I have this friend who know this guy who know this friend who needed this photographer, you know, and I was like, well, I always wanted to be a photographer. Let's give it a try, you know, and little by little, like I was telling you, you know, it, the more that you get involved, the more that you like, wow, I can do this. Eventually, you know, my parents are very well off now. They're always been a hard, hard, hard working people. Um, they are back to where they should have been or even better that they were in Mexico. Uh, thanks God. But it was really rough at first to not be a pediatrician, to not be a lawyer, because they were like, whoa, you know, like, I don't know this. Like, what wouldn't you? But they never told me anything. 
Um, I show my mom <laughs> my very first uh, web series as in film because this is I mean obviously after I worked the commercial work, and and she was like, "But you're gonna get paid for this." <laughs> and I was like, nah, no, mom, it's for YouTube, you know. Um, and she was like, oh, okay, okay, well, let me know. Let me know in what I can help you. Then I showed it to my dad, and my dad was like, same question. Are you going to get paid for this? And that's when I realized, I was like, wow, maybe filmmaking is not like an actual career, right? And you started thinking, whoa, maybe maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And then, you know, I showed him my, 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 my first web series, and I'm not going to tell the name because, gosh, please don't watch that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm very proud of that of that first series. Let's go with them. Don't go check it out. But if you do, let me know how we end. But um, and I told him and, and he was just like, are you going to get paid for that? And I was like, no, like this is this is one step at a time. And then he was like, OK, tell me when you do. Right. And it felt very harsh at the moment. And I felt very like, wow, I'm disappointing in my family. Um, years later on the line, I was able to purchase my first home and I was able to like focus on working in the commercial part of my, of this business. And, you know, like I said, I was able to make a name for myself and be able to make weddings, quinceañeras because I'm Mexican and, and a lot of those other things that I was, you know, the money was coming in, but I wasn't happy. I was very not much happy. I had all this equipment, but I was like, you know, this is not a story, storytelling. This is kind of, for me, it was kind of like putting gasoline on your car, right? You got to do it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> kind of useless, but you know, it's there. You need it. Um, and then one day, um, my beautiful wife uh, purchased a film camera that she knew I'd been wanted to get, and and the magic started. You know, she she believed in me. She was like, "Here, I know you want to do this." So, you know, secretly, secretly, I had all these scripts and I had all these little things. I didn't know nothing about filming because I stopped it so early. Um, and then I made my first film actual film not a series this time and a couple friends show up and and i saw my both of my parents walked into those doors it was like little area and they they were there and i was really nervous <laughs> and the movie ended everybody's super excited whatever and then my dad came to you and he's saying he just was just like so this is what you want to do and i was like yeah he's like all right i'll be there every single yes. time <laughs> and he, he's he's them both have been there uh, literally black rose you know it was it was so nice and and one of the beautiful stories and I don't want to get too <laughs> too deep obviously but you know I'm a storyteller <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> um, my the way that I created this thing it's it's now every single time that I had had a premiere it's it's my my mom on my left side holding my hand my beautiful wife on my right hand holding my hand and my dad right behind me <laughs> supporting that's me beautiful. That's and beautiful. that's how it's always been and 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 I'm very blessed that I still have them, and I'm very blessed that the they support it now. And sometimes my dad's even like, "Oh, you know what you should do? <laughs> you should do a story about this, you know." And <laughs> have you have you thought about you know? <laughs> and again, he's <laughs> big, yeah, he's a big horror fan, so you know he's he's been like, "Have you thought about making this film? What about the shot?" Or you know, and and it's really awesome. So now now that a little bit they're older and that they seen that 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 this is something I really want to pursue. You know, they're they're always been there. So again, just like that, that what I was telling you guys early, don't give up. Keep doing your thing. Make yourself happy and, and eventually it'll come back to you. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Joseph, for joining the pod. You I just took so much from it. And I think a lot of people who are thinking about getting into the film industry, um, they can learn a lot from just what you 
just talked about today. So thank you so much for joining the pod. No, no, thank you guys. I again, I'm super, <laughs> I'm super excited <laughs> that you guys finally got me in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you super, for coming. Super happy. Like I said, uh, thank you so much for watching the film. Thank you so much for you know following my dream as well. And I, I hope you know nothing but the very best for for you podcast guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. Gregory, do you have any last words of wisdom before we head out for the weekend? No, let's, let's start this weekend out, huh? All right. <laughs> shout out to Joseph. Shout out to Black Rose, your production company. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Remember, we drop our podcast every Friday on all major streaming platforms. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yay.